Good evening, listeners. It's Triple B Socials once again, and it's episode five. This week's guest is a local artist. Um, I've only actually ever met him once. He probably doesn't even remember me, but I actually met him at a fundraiser, a charity fundraiser that I was uh, conducting with a mutual friend, and uh, we met on, on that day, and, and, and um, he's a very interesting character. So he's actually, like I said, a, a local artist, not a traditional artist, but he didn't actually study art in school, apparently, so... He doesn't believe that art is only found in galleries, and we'll find out why. Um, he uses his, his art to inspire creativity and encourage self-expression, especially in the younger generation. Welcome, Kyle. Thanks so much for having us. Have I got any of that right, buddy? Yeah, you got a little bit of it right. A L- little bit of it right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, you can um, f- uh, further enhance that. Um, so at Brightside, that's your organisation, yes? Yeah, yeah, so that's the, yeah, the little tag name, Brightside tag Art. Bright, Brightside Art, that's correct. And um, I was reading, you, you have a mission. Can you explain that mission to our listeners, please, buddy? Yeah, look, it's, uh, I guess it's, you know, with, with every good business, we have a, a purpose and a, and a drive for why we do what we do. And for, for me at Brightside, it's very much about using my art uh, to inspire creativity and really spark imagination. Um, yeah, we have a strong sort of youth focus on a lot of yeah. what we do. Um, and yeah, that sort of plays a part into every aspect of, of what we do at Brightside. Okay, cool. Um, how did you get started in this form of art, mate? Um, good question. Uh, it's a I hope it be good questions. <laughs> yeah. uh, we really just tripped and fell headfirst into it. Um, yeah, during during a, a previous life, we were running large scale fundraising events. Um, sort of yeah, tied into how we met you for the first time. Yeah. Um, and and yeah, we just kind of progressed to a point where it just wasn't any more fun. Um, so I was sort of yeah seeking external fun things to do and yep. yeah I spent heaps of time just kind of yeah painting um, old skateboards and, and broken surfboards yeah. we'd literally just be cruising around doing hard rubbish we'd find them on the side of the road and it'd be like yeah perfect Pe- pick it up awesome. send it back paint it out um, and then yeah mates would sort of you know buy it and a couple hundred bucks here and there yeah. and yeah, I just kind of got to a point where I wasn't enjoying the office job I had um, and yeah I'm just like you know what stuff it, we'll, we'll go straight in so you you're Organising events in your previous life to, to yep. a certain extent. Can you explain, explain to the listeners what sort of events you were, you were organising or part of? Yeah, so I spent oh, close to sort of 15 odd years in, in the events industry mm-hmm. um, running pretty much any and every sort of event you can think of. We've done everything from, you know, the, the Melbourne International Flower and Garden Show, Melbourne Marathon, a bunch of Ironman events. And what was your um, role in, in these events? Uh, it's, it's always been like logistics-based. So, logistics yeah, everything based, yeah. from, you know, being in part of the management team and, and pulling it all together from the start right down through to just being, you know, on the ground and, and being <laughs> the silly buggy you see running around picking up rubbish in a high-vis vest. <laughs> Doing the whole, th- yeah. whole, whole, whole sh- shamaz. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
you also did some fundraising events. Can you let the listeners know what sort of fundraising events you were, you were running or yes. part of? Please? So the, the past kind of, yeah, of the last five years or so of the my time in the events industry was, yeah, purely focused on fundraising events. Um, we sort of hit a bit of a bit of a wall and I pivoted into that community non-profit sort of area because I wanted to do something that had a little bit more of a purpose behind it. Um, and, and yeah, we ended up, you know, getting, getting work particularly in the cancer sector. So we were working for Peter McCallum and a few other different yeah. cancer hospitals around Australia. Cool. Um, and yeah, ran cycling events um, and a walking event. That's right. And that's where we ran into each other down at Southland with uh, our friend Graham. Yeah. Um, so in your early days, I was running you a bit of a skateboarder and a surfing nut. So yeah. can you explain to us about your, your surfing and skateboarding days, please, buddy? Yeah. So And, and, and what sort of board you rode and, and, and where, where, did you, where did you surf and where did you skate? Yeah, so we, we grew up in the eastern suburbs, so a lot of it was you know, just predominantly skateboarding. Um, and then, yeah, during during summer, like, you know, every sort of family grown up in the 90s, yeah. we, we headed straight for the coast. Yep. Um, so, yeah, skateboarding, we pretty much spent every, yeah, sort of waking second on a board with a board under my arms. Um, yeah, skateboarding really kind of shaped a lot of how I think and what I do today. Um, and, yeah, it was just, you know, we'd pretty much catch a train into the city from from Blackburn Station. Um, and then, yeah, sort of from there, we just kind of would basically just... Skate around the place. Yeah, yeah cruise yeah, around cruise until around. we got kicked out of a sport and then <laughs> went to the next one. Fair enough. So you're in the events, you got bored of it. So what got you inspired into, into art? You know, you were saying you didn't go to art school, you, you were not a traditional artist, so... What what got you inspired into doing this sort of artwork? Like it's you know like, yeah yeah no it's um it's a super weird journey um because yeah we we yeah we failed art in high school um <laughs> and that was kind of yeah that just really you know, I guess kind of destroyed the idea of art and being creative for me I'm just like oh okay I'm, I'm no good at it so I won't do it mm. um and then yeah we yeah through through skateboarding we got into sort of you know a bunch of different stuff and tattooing and that kind of subculture is, you know, big in skateboarding. Um, and, and yeah, that kind of was my first real taste of, Oh cool. That's, that's an art form. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and yeah, we sort of, you know, tripped and fell. We had a little break from events and, uh, a mate offered us a tattoo apprenticeship and we went through, we did that. And that kind of, I guess, taught us the basics of drawing and, you know, pulling together sort okay. of design competition compositions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it was very much like, coming back to my, my roots of, you know, skateboard graphics. Um, that was really the first exposure I had as a kid to to an art form that wasn't, you know, hanging up on a gallery. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was a big motivator. I'm like, oh, well, if these guys are doing it and have been doing it for decades, there's no reason why I can't well, give well, it a bash. Can't yeah, you bash, exactly right. So your art forms, are, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, basically murals and, and decals and walls etc is that correct yeah we, pretty much anything and everything you can think of that is throwing paint at something i've probably done it um yeah we've done everything from yeah sort of painting large-scale murals that's you know a big part of what we do at brightside um we design wall decals so they're like reusable stickers for kids bedrooms yeah. that's um, cool, yeah, yeah we, we designed them that was that's a covid project we yeah. brought that up because yeah told you know you're not essential you can't work you can't and i'm like work, okay yeah. well what am i gonna, gonna make do? money yeah exactly um, right yeah so we, we yeah we entered into that sort of that realm with with the wall decals yep. um and then yeah we do lots of digital illustrations for for brands and businesses um yeah paint sort of obscure bikes and yeah so 
So you say we, is it how many in your organisation? It's just myself. It's just, yeah, yeah, it's just myself yeah, so, and, and your yeah. partner, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. She, she sort of helps a lot with the, the e-commerce stuff, so a lot of yeah. the customer service stuff, yeah, you know, cool. if they're talking to someone on, on you know, Facebook Messenger or um, via email, it's usually my missus. Okay, cool. Uh, so where can we find some of your work, mate? Um, easiest place is probably just like Instagram, social media. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah, Instagram's social. just at Brightside Kyle. Bri- um, at Brightside Kyle? Yeah, Brightside so Kyle. So B-R-I-G-H-T-S-I-D-E. D-E-K-Y-L-E, correct? Yep, perfect. Perfect. So listeners, get out to at Brightside Kyle uh, Instagram and uh, you'll find some of, of, of Kyle's work and, and it's very inspirational. And if anyone wants to, you know, uh, buy any of your stuff or do some work, how can they contact you? Yeah, easiest way to get in touch for, for any kind of, yeah, commissions works. or works um, is, yeah, through the website. So yep. brightsideart.com. .com.au right, um, yep. We'll put that on the bio later on at, when we post a link up, okay? Perfect. For sure. Awesome. People can get in touch with you if they, if they need some artworks, especially for the, for the kids and grandkids, etc. because I've seen some of your work and it's pretty cool, especially for, for, you know, for the young generation, so it'll be pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, and um, <coughs> so basically, it's a little bit more about your artwork. I'm just really intrigued about your artwork and, and, and how you got oh, – it just sort of blows me away. You're like you're – on um yeah what was I saying sorry um in your in oh god I've gone blank here all of a sudden sorry buddy um, you in your events events and then you just all of a sudden bang you just, just chucked it in and yeah and went into went into art yeah yeah so I got offered a job um, working with Cancer Council Victoria um and it was you know I guess that kind of idea of a dream job it was you know really well paying it was you know ongoing so you know it'd be you know it's impossible to lose your job um you know it was yeah it was it was great it was you know running a couple of their really um iconic fundraising campaigns and it just kind of that that role took away all the elements that i really loved about events all that hands-on stuff you know being the silly bugger that's out there in the streets you know picking up rubbish or or you know marking a course or all that sort of stuff yeah. there wasn't that element to it because you know you sort of step into that management role um and that just re- yeah, it really just drained me it just kind of yeah took every kind of yeah everything i had just to get up and go to work every day yeah so yeah it sort of didn't take too long for me to figure out that this isn't what i enjoyed um we'd sort of gone out and, and tried to you know reconnect with a bunch of old event contacts and nothing was really kind of panning out and it was just like all the signs were pointing towards doing what i was enjoying at the time and that was you know painting these old um skateboards and surfboards and i'm like okay well yeah did lots of you know study into how do you run a business how do you do all that because that's the key thing for me is like well you know painting stuff is great and fun but if it's not paying my rent then you know it's kind of exactly right you know it's it's, it's, it's nothing for me it's nothing for you that's Um, right yeah yeah so we you know did a lot of you know just kind of self taught how do you, how do you run a business how do you do this how do you do all that um you know and and yeah you know we yeah just learned as we went i'm like okay cool we had a good little buffer saved up so i took put, put in my two weeks and i'm just like cool i gotta give this a bash and yeah we sort of you know we knew we had about sort of you know six months of savings behind us um and i'm like cool at the end of six months if i can't you know pay pay my side of the rent and pay food then you know we're gonna have to go to plan b and figure that out um yeah so it was really just you know it was about trying to find a lifestyle that was gonna be something i enjoyed doing because and and pay and pay the rent and and, 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 pay, put, and yeah, put food on the, the table exactly yeah exactly right 100 um so how long how many years have you been doing this for, for uh, yeah. six or seven years six or seven. Oh, okay yeah. beautiful 
six, six or seven years full time also. That's fantastic. And we were just chatting before on it, before air, um, before before coming on air. Sorry, um, you're travelling, uh, yeah. taking taking a break, but you're travelling, but you'll also be working as well if you if possible, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, not not so Can much. Tell us about a, that. A, yeah, a you break or a holiday. We're um, but yeah, we're just kind of. I think yeah, the the, the whole you know lockdowns in and out of that, and you know that really just kind of. I guess made us feel really trapped here in, in Melbourne and yeah, we've just been looking into it a lot more and we're like, yeah, well, you know, I can work wherever I like. I can, you know, find a wall to paint. I can work with, you know, schools everywhere. Um, you know, I can do digital stuff all from, you know, essentially the back of my, my truck. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, we're basically just, yeah, packing up. We're going to rent out our house and, and yeah, just cruise around Australia and see how many cool walls we can paint, see how many communities we can get in touch with and how many cool people we can meet. Awesome. So you have no set, Travel time just no, no, no set dates or times. It's basically, yeah, sort of as soon as we get you know a, a job locked in, we can basically that's the direction we're going to be traveling in. Okay, um, yep. and yeah, we're sort of aiming for yeah, around about sort of June, July, um, just because we've got to get the house, you know, repaint the house and all that sort of fun stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I, and then we'll sort of yeah, pack up the camper trailer and, and head and off, off. And, and off you go. And you've got a, a partner and, and a young son, we'll get into them a little bit later on, but um. Just before we go any further, we'll just go on to a break and um, we'll be right back, listeners. Um, it's on Triple B Socials on Radio Carum. Don't worry about a thing Because Atticus Health will make you feel all right Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Welcome back to Radio Caram and Triple B Socials with their local artist, uh, Kyle. So, Kyle, so you, you have a lovely partner? Yep. Cash, is that correct? Yeah, Cash or, yeah, it's Cachet. Cachet, um, yep, yep. Yeah. And Cash. Where, where did you meet your lovely partner? Uh, back in the day, as kids, we had MySpace. It was one of the, like, one of the oh, first yeah, couple yeah, of yeah, um, yeah, social yes, media yeah, yeah, Yes, I remember platforms. MySpace, yes. Yeah, you got yeah, your top eight and you had your, your favourite song playing. Yep. Um, and yeah, we had a mutual friend on, on that platform and, and yeah, she kind of introduced us and we got chatting and then yeah, that was kind of how we met. It was just, yeah, the original sort of, yeah. Cool. Um, um, now, you've got... Two dogs, Bella and and Peggy. What breed are they, mate? Yeah, just just the one now, unfortunately. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I'm not up to date there, am I? Sorry, yeah, buddy. No, no. Yeah, Bella was uh, an English staffy. She was awesome. Um, okay. Yeah, both of them are rescue dogs. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, she passed away on my birthday oh, last well, year. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, it was oh. a, a great birthday present for us. Yeah. Um, yeah, she just, yeah, she was an old dog, but. And um, Peggy? And but Peggy's, uh, she's a rescue and she's a bull Arab. Okay, bull Arab. Yeah. So yeah, oh. she had a really, a really uh, bad story as a as a puppy, sort of that you know breeding farm sort of thing. And yeah, just you know, mm-hmm. really, my missus was just in tears when we met her, and yeah, we just kind of couldn't say no to her. So of course not. Yeah. No. And a young son, H- Hendrix. Yep. Yeah. How old is he? Hendrix is twenty months now. So yeah, okay. almost two years. Yeah. Cool. Now 
Is he named after Jimmy? No, he's no. not. No, oh, you've broken me. Yeah, it would be such a great story. <laughs> it would have been that's a what everyone reckons. Yeah, that's like, what I would have thought straight away. Yeah, yeah no. I was going to ask you about your favourite Hendrix songs, etc., <laughs> yeah. etc., et but no. Yeah, okay. No, How did that come about? Um, yeah, Cash just really liked the name. She was oh, just, yeah. Like, you've really know. thrown me. You realise this, don't you? <laughs> yeah, the yeah, whole interview is out the window now. No, no, no it's all good. No, no very good. Uh, yeah, no, she just loved the name. And yeah, you know, we had a, uh, yeah, she was just kind of, yeah, I okay. like it. I'm like, yeah, look, I'm not against the name. Sure. No. Oh, cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> my next question was going to be who, what your favourite Hendrix song is, but clearly it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but what are, what are your, some of your favourite bands, artists, and uh, and favourite song from one of them at least? Yeah. Um, mind. Yeah, I've got – yeah, we've got such a diverse sort of taste in, in music these days, I think. Um, Can't we all? Yeah, yeah. I just kind of, yeah, I felt as you get older, you just keep adding to it. Um, but yeah, we listen to yeah lots of sort of, you know, punk rock, lots of hip hop sort of stuff. Um, yeah, a couple of the favourites that I've got at the moment are a reggae band from Florida. Um, yeah, just kind of stumbled across them off Instagram and, and yeah, we went, got chatting and they're just, yeah, cool dudes and make cool music and yeah they're they're sort of my go-to lately um and yeah that's kind of opened up this new reggae kind of door for me i haven't really been which band is that uh it's a band called cashed out okay and um a song of theirs um favorite song is probably one of their most popular ones it's always vibing always vibing okay that's my kind of vibe yeah it's just awesome Yeah. yeah all right we might play a bit of that song if you don't mind mate yeah perfect Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow, and you're listening to Radio Karam, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne, how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Karam, tune in. Oops, put <laughs> the press a button, folks. Uh, that was part of Always Viping by Cash Out. Nice little reggae feel about it. And and you got onto them via Instagram, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. And, and you're chatting to them. Yeah, you just had a few little, yeah, good chats. And oh, nice. Yeah, they sort of, yeah, dug the artwork and I dug the oh, music. Okay. So, yeah. That's oh, a good way to do it. Yeah, absolutely. F- fantastic. Um, a favourite concert you may have attended? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I reckon, yeah, favourite one was probably the first one we – we did as a as a kid because it kind of I guess sparked a really a long period of going to live gigs. It was at the Corner Hotel in Richmond, um, and it was a, a hardcore gig. Um, it was an international band, I think, from Autumn to Ashes, and they're kind of that weird metal, hardcore, punk, screamo kind of okay. combination. And then a local uh, Adelaide band, Adelaide or Melbourne band, um, I Killed the Prom Queen. Okay. Um, and yeah, I just remember yeah seeing them live, and it was just you know that. Yeah, real immersive, real hardcore, like mosh pits. Um, yeah, sort of energy, and it was really cool. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is this is going to cool. be fun. This is something we'll do every weekend. Yep. So yeah, we sort of you know skate during the day, and then skate we the day, you know, yep. head to the show at night. Oh, nice, nice. So with the skating, as you as you intimated earlier, um, comes the tattoos, etc. Yeah. So. You know, I read that you like tattoos, and I noticed you are tattooed. We, yeah. we both are, but you've got a few more than me. But anyway, never mind. Um, um, any chance of opening up a tattoo parlor and expressing your art on humans in the near future, mate? Uh, yeah, no, nah, nah, definitely not. Definitely not? <laughs> we, um, yeah, we, we got um, – yeah, we got that opportunity to do the Tattooist Apprenticeship, which taught us all the basics. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah, that gave us a really good experience in a, in a good shop, and then it gave us a really good experience in a really horrible – you know, cliche, bad tattoo shop. Oh, really? And yeah, that experience really just kind of, it really ruined 
it as a profession for me. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, you know, the clientele were just no good. The, the people running the shop were no good. It was just not a good experience. No. Um, so, yeah, well, I still, you know, really appreciate and love tattoo art as an, as an art form, as a craft, and I love the history and the stories behind them. Um, yeah, doing it as a, as a job, as it's a, not something that, you know, doesn't have a, a draw to me anymore. That doesn't, doesn't inspire you anymore. Yeah. No. Also, um, I also read that you, are, uh, you run workshops uh, for kids and young adults. This is part of your Creative Sparks project, correct? Uh, a little bit, yeah. So we run like mostly school holiday programs with, okay. with kids. Um, we, yeah, we basically you know paint everything from skateboards, surfboards, skateboard grip tape, and canvas boards. Mm-hmm. Um, it just gives them that opportunity to, to muck around with with spray paints and paint markers and the sort of stuff that they don't really have access to at home. Um, and yeah, they're they're really great. And then we've slowly sort of you know integrated them into yeah Creative Sparks projects, which is our community art initiative. Community art. That's your okay. Cool. Yeah. So if anyone wants to get involved in this uh, Creative Sparks project, how do they get get onto that? No? Yeah, on the on the on our website. Once again, on the website. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything's on our website. Everything's on the website. Okay, cool. got, yeah, good little page. Yeah, nice. Gives an overview, a couple of videos of, of past projects we've done. done um, um, and then yeah, just just reach out because yeah, we're definitely always looking for supporters yep. um, that are keen to, to get involved. So mainly school kids. Is that correct or? Uh, yeah. So we do. We've. We've split into sort of two programs because what we found is, yeah, there's there's room for, for everything in Creative Sparks projects. It's, yeah, sort of a schools project where we bring the program into schools and we run a couple of workshops with school students and then they get to design and paint a mural that goes up in their school community. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the original sort of Creative Sparks project is a similar but a longer kind of um, program. It's over about 10 weeks where we kind of take, you know, typically disengaged young kids from diverse communities. We bring them together and we kind of, yeah, do everything from, you know, creative expression sessions through to um, contributing to designing and, and painting the mural that goes up in their community. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, it's, nice. A, it's a good way to just kind of, yeah, reconnect young people with their communities. Um, and I guess, yeah, it gives them that opportunity to express themselves, to share their voice and, and what they think should be added to their community. Um, and the big one we're finding is just that contribution factor. Um, young people typically don't have an avenue where they can bring something of, of themselves to their community and add to their community. So this is a great way for them to contribute to their community. It builds their connection and it builds their pride in their community and they're less likely to sort of, you know, disregard it in, down the track. Fantastic. So you're currently a local in the area. Yep. In Chelsea, correct? In Chelsea, Chelsea yeah. yep. So did you grow up around this area or elsewhere, mate? Yeah, no, we grew up like in the east around sort of Blackburn Ringwood Way. Blackburn Ringwood, okay. Um, yeah, but yeah, sort of I think pretty much as soon as we, you know, were old enough to drive, we spent every every other second we could down the coast, down whether the it was, coast, you know, yeah. on the bay down here in Chelsea um, or whether it was, you know, sort of towards Phillip Island, Phillip, yeah. Phillip Peninsula. Yeah. yeah, basically anywhere was a bit of salt water for us. Okay, um, nice. So yeah, when it came to kind of looking for a place to – to rent or buy, we went straight, straight for, to Bayside. Yeah, Bayside, yeah, yeah, awesome. So, as a young kid, what schools did you attend to? Did uh, you attend? Sorry. <laughs> so it was. Oh, Do you remember Kerry Muir Primary School was the primary school. Answer. Okay, nice. Yeah, um, and I think I did a year or two at Old Orchard Primary School, um, and then we went to Blackburn, Black, Black, Blackburn Secondary, Blackburn Secondary. Yep. Yeah. Growing up, any nicknames? Nah, didn't no, like, none. Didn't yeah, get nah, it. Didn't really no. have nicknames. Nah, no. Cool. So I know you surfed and skate. Yep. Any other sports you played as a kid? Uh, 
Yeah, we played inline hockey. Inline hockey, okay. Yeah, so, we, so that's sort of in line with um. Oh, so there's a pun in line <laughs> um, with skating as well, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I was doing that before I was skateboarding. Yeah. Um, because I was a massive Mighty Ducks fan. Like those <laughs> movies, we just yeah smashed them on the old VHS tape. Um, and yeah, like to the point, I think we were using really like cheap nasty bangles that we wrapped up in masking tape to make the puck, and we rolled up newspapers to make a hockey stick. And I was just like, yeah, cruising around, smashing that in the house. Yeah. And so, nice. yeah, parents like, nah, nah, we got to figure out a way to get into into hockey. And we tried sort of field hockey and that wasn't really the same vibe. But inline hockey was, yeah, close enough to ice hockey that I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I can do this. And, no, yeah, we did that for years. Good. And But, yeah, it sort of, yeah, that gave us lots of balanced skills that we took into skateboarding. Nice, nice. So we discussed you uh, travelling around, uh, around, around Australia. So what other future plans do you have, say, five years down the track for arguments. So do you have any any plans? You know, you're doing your artwork. Will this expand or will you have, do you have other plans you, you yes. at this stage? Yeah, so the big plan we've got in the works at the moment is is with Creative Sparks Projects. Um, we're setting it up as a, a registered non-for-profit um, organisation um, and that just opens up a whole world of funding opportunities so we can really just take it, you know, to the next level so we can reach out to a whole bunch of different coastal and regional communities. Um, we can deliver this program that benefits the kids that it needs to benefit without us having to draw on funds that just aren't there in a lot of these smaller communities. Um, so, yeah, that's the big one that we're really driving towards because, yeah, that's essentially going to be us cruising around Australia running these community programs. Um, uh, and then, yeah, the, yeah, it's just kind of, yes, keep making Fun art, working fun with art, cool yeah. people. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, it was just kind of there. Got do no th- real. Do you ever think of expanding the business or just trying to be solo? I think Brightside Art will always be solo. Um, yeah. With Creative Sparks projects, okay. once that's sort of set up, we've got you know uh, a couple of people who are helping us out on the board um, that – yeah, they've got the opportunity to expand it and that's where we'll sort of look at, you know, where Down we can track, work yep. with other artists, bring them in. Um, I'd love to sort of have, you know, a little Creative Sparks branch set up in every state and then oh, that'd be nice, yeah, yeah. we can just kind of, you know, almost just oversee that bunch of these artists that are just delivering these community programs and it just kind of changes how community art is done. Nice. Yeah, the way it's you, done you, now is just a bit insulated and doesn't really involve – also, that opportunity to travel around as well. Keep traveling. Yeah, when, when yeah. I mean, if, if we like it, I'm assuming yeah, we're exactly, going yeah. you know, to love it. You got to like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. assuming we're going to love it. Because, um, uh, look, you know, having traveled around Australia many, many years ago, it's a big, big country and there's plenty to see out there and there's plenty of, opportun- plenty of opportunities for you out there. I'm, 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 I'm sure of it. Especially yeah. As you know, yeah. Yeah, like that's that's what's really driving us is like, yeah, we get, you know, calls and emails every, every week, you know, asking to get, you know, murals painted in communities that we just can't get to. You know, it's just oh, not nice. a feasible sort of option while we're, you know, based as in a house. Um, but, yeah, once you, you know, throw some wheels on that house, you can get to every opportunity. Exactly right. Um, and, yeah, you know, it's it's about an experience. It's about a lifestyle. I want to, you know, I want to show and my son that exactly, you can do whatever you and, like, and, man. And like, that's the beauty of it too, man, because, like, you know, you're not travelling on, on your own. You take yeah. your partner and your son with you, yep. experiencing the uh, the whole family travel situation. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, that's magnificent, really. To yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's about you know trying to meet as many different people as you can from yeah, yeah. you know heaps of different walks of life, and, and, and your son experiencing all that as well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and he gets yeah. to see you know that you know we've got this massive, awesome country, you know, yeah, absolutely, right there, 100%. and hey, you don't have to you know you know restrict your travel to just tourist spots or just yeah. you know certain times a year like that's right know, yeah there's, be creative a, and think how you can make money on the road and yeah that's what we're it's, yeah. it's a it's a vast country to, to get around yeah it's a, it's, it's a big blo- one it, it blows my mind around <laughs> like seriously um 
what is one thing people may be surprised to find out about you, Kyle? Um, I was thinking about this one before, and I'm like, ah, oh, there's there's not a lot that is isn't sort of, I guess, open. I'm pretty open to pretty person. Uh, open but book. The, yeah, like for anyone who's just kind of met me, it's always they were always surprised when they hear that I haven't studied art in yeah, in, yeah, yeah. in yeah in any formal sense. Like, yeah, I literally failed art in high school, and and they're like, <laughs> I don't hey, worry, yeah, how, how did you how do you beat this now? I'm like, because. Yeah. You don't have to have a piece of paper saying you can do art to do art. Do art. Like it's, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's Fantastic. kind of the one that most people are surprised about. Yeah, no, that's – yeah. That, when you told me when – I, when I read about that, it sort of blew my mind away a bit. Yeah, like you know, I've seen some of your work and you think, oh, you failed art, you serious? <laughs> anyway, um, must have been a pretty ordinary teacher you had back then, mate. <laughs> Yeah, I think, yeah, like, I think the way, yeah, the way I've or got maybe lots of, like, questions with, like, the, the traditional education system. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think, you know, it's just, yeah, you got to keep kids excited. And exactly, I just yeah. wasn't excited in, yeah. in our class. Fair enough. Um, do you have a favourite quote or saying? Um, I've, yeah, I've got a couple. Yep. Um, can I? Can, can, are we are we family friendly on this show? Family friendly, yes. Family friendly, very yeah. family, okay, okay, very no family friendly. Yeah, right, yeah. Well, a big one that I kind of yeah, sort of a, that's inspired a lot of you know the art that I create has been. Uh, it's kind of less of a family friend friendly version of of those hell yeah moments. Um, so you know when you when you see you know whether it's art that you really like, you hear a song you really connect mm. with. Um, even like you know if you're watching you know the footy and you, you see you know a, a player perform something that really amazingly and you go oh hell yeah this is yeah. this is amazing this is yeah. and it gets you just really stoked from your yep. core out yep. Yep. yeah that's a big one for me it's just yeah you know that you look yeah. look look for these hell yeah moments yeah, hell yeah moments yeah awesome yeah. fantastic that's, that's pretty cool that actually yeah um, what makes you, Kyle happy. Oh, everything makes me makes, happy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah um, this is interesting because I had this conversation with friends over the weekend, and um, it was really interesting. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if, if you asked me before, I was doing art and doing bright side the way I'm doing it. Is, yeah, it probably there probably would have been a very specific answer. It's like, yeah, I like to do this. Yeah. But but nowadays it's like, yeah, I, I literally wake up in the morning stoked. I get to, you know, do what I love for my job. I, you know, I have my family that I love. Um, I get to, you know, plan cool trips away. Like there's, yeah, like, you know, before COVID we were literally like, you know, we, hey, I want to go work in California. So we made it happen. We got, you know, sort of spend about, you know, sort of three or so months over in California. Oh, nice. Awesome. Um, you know, working tell through us, through LA and stuff. Tell um, us about that. It was basically just, yeah, like, like I said, I just made a choice. I'm like, hey, I'd love to do that. Like, a and lot that was of, with Cash? Uh, she came for one trip, yeah. For one trip, okay, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, so, yeah, well, we spent one trip, you know, sort of a bit of a, a half-half. We sort of did, you know, a bit of touristy stuff, yep. plus, you know, yep. painted then, some walls to, to fund it all. And then, yeah, the second trip was just myself, and it was just, you know, back-to-back business. Business like, work, yeah. Um, yeah, but it was just, you know, that that freedom, you know, is, is a massive thing. Like, yeah, every, every day I kind of get to do – what I choose to do. So, you know, yeah, this, this morning Fantastic, we, we were, yeah. you know, didn't go to work this morning. We, we stayed at the park and took Hendrix around and we watched construction workers digging a hole for 30 minutes. So. <laughs> and, and kids love that yeah, sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, he yeah. was enthralled. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, no. oh, wait, all right. <laughs> <laughs> and machinery, et cetera, around the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they, so, they love that sort of stuff, kids, yeah. Yeah. And, look, and, and, and that outlook will change as you get older, you know, and mine's changed considerably as I've gotten older, you know. Grandkids, kids, and grandkids, etc., and, you know, and they make me happy. You know, just watching, watching my children mm. grow, being little, 
Oh, well, I won't swear on this <laughs> yeah, program. <laughs> Teenagers aren't, yeah, are very difficult at, at times, but to watch them then grow, have partners, married partners, kids, and watch watch them be parents. That's mm. I, I just love that sort of stuff. Yeah, that, that sort of makes me happy. So yeah, things yeah. things change as you, as yeah. you get older. Yeah, yeah, exactly. like it's not. Yeah, I think I'm. You know, I've created a, a lifestyle that you know. Yeah everything makes me happy so yeah. if it doesn't make me happy i, I don't do it so yeah and it's, that's, it's, a, it's a weird one where i'm like yeah. yeah what do i do that i don't like I'm like yeah not much not much like, yeah and that, that's the best way to be really yeah exactly and right. it's a tricky one to try and, you know, and it, create it's that hard. lifestyle but but but, but but the work that you do you're lucky that you ha- you can you can create that lifestyle like like you know up you know next month or so you're up and about going around traveling yeah yeah and, 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 and earning a dollar yeah, and it's it's taken what do we what do we say sort of six seven years to get to that point. Like it's you know it's definitely you it doesn't put in take the work one day. And you, you put in the effort you know to you, you got to, to work hard. Lifestyle, yeah. sure, like exactly you know, right. so yeah, and you've done that. Um, yeah, yeah, excellent, excellent. So you're an artist now. What was the first job you ever had? Could be selling newspapers, anything, but not pocket money from your parents. Okay, mate, just yeah. like the first yeah, job yeah. you ever had, you earned some money. Uh, I think. A fish, yeah. The first job I ever had was delivering junk mail. Um, <laughs> yeah, and we'd yeah just pile up junk mail into uh, like an like a, a old like you know those old lady shopping carts. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, I know those. Uh, that, hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Careful on the old lady, mate. <laughs> careful. I, I, I have I have one of those. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Uh, yeah, so we had, we piled uh, junk mail up into that, and then yep. yeah, we, we strapped on inline skates, and we yeah cruised around the neighbourhood oh, dropping them off, oh, and that was the job. Yeah. Inline skates, yeah, yeah. You doing? You're shooting you're doing it the quick way. We had yeah. to walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We wanted to do it the quick way. I was like, yeah, how can I do this but quicker? Get, get, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, get forward thinking, mate. It's thinking yeah. outside the box. Yeah, excellent, <laughs> very good. So obviously. I'm not going to ask you what your first game was. What was your first car you owned, and what colour was it? And um, did you have a name for it? First, no, we didn't have a name for it. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was. I don't know. Technically, it wasn't my car. It was a hand-me-down from my parents. Um, they gave it to me and and my two sisters. So we kind oh, okay. of yeah, the yeah, three yeah. of us shared. It was like yep. an old Ford Laser. I couldn't tell you the year, but it was no, like right. the hatchback. And, yeah, and, yeah, I remember those cars. It's supposed to be yeah. silver, but you know, it'd be weathered, so it was now matte grey kind of look. I'm sure you painted it, didn't you? Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I tried to keep it in pristine condition. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, it, did, it did us good for a bit, but then, yeah, we sort of had to find our own set of wheels because, yeah, trying to share a car with two girls, it's it's a tough one. <laughs> it is a tough one, yeah, exactly, because you, you always wanted or the girls always wanted a yeah. tipping, yep. Yeah. Um, which superhero would you like to be and what power would you have? Oh, superheroes, eh? Yep. Are you a superhero um, person? Oh, look, I enjoy binging like the, the like the Avengers and Marvel movies. Okay, yeah. Um, but I wouldn't call myself like a, a hard hardcore sort of fan. Yeah, yeah, no. Um but I don't know, I always like Spider-Man. He always looks like he's having fun. Fun, yeah. You yeah. know, just, yeah, chilling, pretty relaxed. I'm like, yeah, everyone else is very serious. Like, you know, Batman's serious. serious and yeah. Superman's very serious. But Spider-Man just seems like, you know. Plus, he's got, just, plus he's got a bit of colour as well about him. Yeah, yeah you know, he's just kind of <laughs> hanging around, you know, slinging webs. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah. yeah. Um, can you cook? Uh, Be honest. <laughs> I can cook some things. Okay. Um, yeah, I got a few key dishes that I'm like, yeah, these are my go-tos. Okay. So, so what's your signature dish then? Uh, it'd be like a Mexican kind of rice dish. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. yeah. Okay. So you sort of throw basically it's that you know cliche kind of what it, what's in the fridge and you chuck it all into a big pan and yeah. Okay. So that's your signature dish. 
But would Cash be, is Cash happy to, to eat? <laughs> uh, look, she might have it as a side if she gets desperate. Um, oh, she gets yeah, desperate. Yeah, but she's uh, yeah, she's a bit more sort of health conscious than oh, okay, I am. Then and you are okay. Yeah, cool. I, I focus on the flavor, and you know, yeah, yeah. Add, add things to it. Okay. <laughs> so you've made this beautiful Mexican dish. Yeah. What three people, dead or alive, would you invite to, to share that dish with you? Oh. I reckon it'd have to be Tony Hawk. You'd have to have him oh, in. Of course. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, just mostly just for the photo op. I'd just be like, cool, just chuck us a selfie, yeah. sign my hat. All right, cool. If you want some rice, there it is. <laughs> Fair <laughs> um, enough. Um, uh, I've been listening to a lot of like Joe Rogan podcasts. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I feel like he'd be a great one to have at a dinner party because he's got awesome conversation Conversations, yeah. And like, yeah. you know, yeah, you're not going to get bored if he's in the room. No, not at all. Dropping no. his convos. Um, that's two. Who would be the last one? The the artist that really kind of was the, I think the big catalyst for me making Brightside Art as a, as a business was a guy called Drew Brophy. Okay. Um, so it'd be awesome to have him and his family over for dinner oh, as well. Nice. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. Because, yeah, he, he sort of pioneered painting on surfboards. Um, he really led the way with sort of using, you know, sort of alternative mediums to create this really high-end valuable art. Um, like paint markers was his kind of go-to. He uses like those Posca paint pens. Um, so it was really cool for me that, you know, never really connected with art in a gallery with, you know, oils and fancy yeah. acrylics. Seeing him making these this amazing piece of art with paint markers that paint mark, I yep. use, I'm like, oh, you, oh, you can cool. do that. You can do it. Uh, like, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. And, it's cool, yeah. Yeah, so it'd be yeah. awesome to have him over for dinner and just, yeah, give nice. him a bit of love and appreciation. Um, Very good. Yeah, then his missus is, uh, she's like a, a business coach, so she kind of, you know, manages all of his side of stuff. Um, so very similar to, to you and Cash by the sounds of it. Yeah, 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 pretty similar, yeah. So yeah. she's got, you know, a really, you know, strong business sense and yeah. she wrote a book, the first kind of, you know, art business book I ever got, which is Art, Money, Success. Um, and any creative that's kind of looking to start out, I'd highly recommend this book because, yeah, just it highlights, you know, how you can make a living off your art and off your creativity. Um, and, yeah, we, we've jumped on a bunch of calls. She's helped us, you know, helped oh, okay. us get into, you know, California and, and plan out, you know, a, a bunch of time um, over there. And then, yeah, sort of has helped us, you know, find ways that, you know, you can grow art as a business and, and make a living off it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So it sounds like you've really reached out, like you've reached out to your, to your musicians, you've reached out to your <laughs> artists as well. That's, that's, that's pretty um, pretty mind-boggling. You know, you're like, you're, you're really a, a go-getter, aren't you, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, yeah, that's that's the, the big thing because, yeah, chatting with, with Maria Brophy, um, Drew Brophy's partner, she's, uh, yeah, her thing was like, cool, this is what you need to do and it's it's kind of like, yeah, cool, I do this. Like it's it's the you know, um, grassroots business stuff. It's cold calling people. It's door knocking. Door, yeah. It's, you know, sending emails, you know, or social media messages. Yeah. So it's you all hard. Yeah. So You've got to reach out and, and, put, and put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, sometimes it comes back really yeah. positively and sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't, yeah. And you just kind of got to, you know, it's a numbers game. you got to, you know, the more it's, you ex- exactly right. the right yeah, people. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Um, you mentioned Joe Rogan before. Yeah. So obviously you listen to podcasts. Yeah, a few. Um, what, what's your other favourite podcast? Can you name me a couple of podcasts that you listen to? Oh, it's not many. It'd probably no, just be okay. about two, three. Yeah, that's um, okay. Yeah, so Joe Rogan's obviously a big one because he's one, an yeah, interesting yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very um, big. Yeah. Uh, another one is uh, – it's like a – I don't know the name of it. 
It's like a survivalist kind of one. Okay. But he's got lots of really interesting sort of tidbits on how you can, you know, grow your own food and, you know, um, yeah, just kind of survive in the wilderness. And, yeah, just lots of really handy little tips like yep. that. Cool. Um, and, yeah, you know, we've got our own little garden, you know, in our little backyard. And, yeah, you know, being being able to, you know, fix problems on the road is obviously Not a big thing if we're going, you know, remote yeah, places. Exactly, so, yeah, we've yeah. been listening to a bit of him and he's super interesting. Just Oh, nice. It amazes me how much knowledge this one dude has. Yeah, um, um, uh, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot into it. Um, and then another one, uh, it's a new one I've just started listening to. Um, he's, uh, he's like a, a new sort of TikTok artist um, okay. called Connor Price. And he's got a little podcast he does with his missus and, and I think a mate. Um, and he's super interesting because the kid's like, he's made silly amounts of money. He's done crazy things all based off Instagram and TikTok. That's his thing. And I'm like, Dude, how, you, how do you do that? Like, yeah. out and comes out of nowhere, oh, yeah. blitzes these social media platforms, and is just world class at what he does. And he's just started a, a podcast sharing little tidbits oh, of info okay. on how, uh, yeah, musicians and, and other artists can kind of you know utilize these social media platforms to their benefit. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's been super interesting. You know, it's kind of it's a bit of you know take it with a grain of salt because he's talking about musicians a lot of it. Um, but yeah, it's it's just super interesting to see how you know other artists can you yeah. know. Doing things. Doing things. Cool. Um, it appears that you've you've travelled a fair bit. Uh, do you have a bucket list destination? Yeah. Uh, kind of, yeah, sort of, but it's a very big one. It's 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 Australia. It's I want to yeah. see. You know, the Kimberleys is a big one uh, that we've been aiming for for a long time. So yeah, that's a bit of a bucket list. Yeah, I guess, is, cool, yeah, yeah. We want to get up there and sort of you know cruise around yeah. that part. Um, yeah, we want to check out, you know, sort of far north Queensland as much as we can, yeah. up, you know, Cape York way. Yep. No, um, no. Yeah, like just lots of spots. Like, like, like we discussed, you know, this country is it's, a it's big, insane. beautiful country. Yeah. It is insane. Like, and, and we've been yeah. watching like little YouTube videos of like yeah. other families that travel the and travel, getting, yeah. you know, their tips and stuff and doing a bit of research. And, and yeah, like the places these guys are going to, it, like, man, that's amazing. Like just, just – Park up and spend two, three days, you know, whether it's in the middle of the outback and you just, there's literally nothing but red dirt everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, that'd be an incredible experience. It, it like, is. And, and like, from my short, oh, like I say, it was uh, 40 or 50 odd years ago, but like, you, you meet some incredible people out there. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's willing to help you and, and have mm. a, a great conversation. And it's just, yeah, it's just mind-boggling. It's just beautiful. Some, there's a lot of beautiful people out there. You know, yeah, you know, definitely. You know, yeah. yeah, like you know, being at, yeah that opportunity to meet those kind of people. No, um, it's awesome. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get that by no, staying in the one place. No, exactly right. No, no exactly right. Um, what's your favourite holiday holiday destination to date that you've been to? Uh to date, um, hmm, it was. Bit of a, a holiday slash work um, working trip. We're over in uh, LA. We we did like yeah, you know, stayed up in around Venice Beach for oh, okay, nice. for about yeah. a week or yeah. so. Yeah. Um, nice. And and yeah, that was that was a really cool experience because yeah, I mean obviously Venice Beach is a super interesting place to just yeah, people pretty, watch. People, yeah, people um, watch exactly right. Yeah, yeah. But we ran into uh, a couple of yeah people at the skate park and they were just you know having a chat and they were painting on a canvas. I'm like, oh hey, you guys paint here like every day, man. I'm like. If I bring my paints, can I come paint with you for a day? And they're like, yeah, sure, man. So I went to like an art store, bought some canvas. Okay. Um, nice. We were there for work. So we had, you know, a suitcase full of paints and I just trundled that down. And yeah, we spent the day 
painting on, on Venice Beach with these oh, you know, nice. crazy, Very... unique characters. Um, and then at the end of the day, this dude in a suit walked past. He he had um, owned a, like a, a vape company that had just started out and they had, you know, a brand new office and all this stuff. And he... I was painting a palm tree and, and pineapple sort of stuff. Yeah. And, and he's like, dude, I really like that, you know, how much? I'm like, oh, pff, you can have it, man. It's not going to fit in the suitcase on the flight home. <laughs> he's like, oh, you sure? Like, you know, we, we, we've just had, got this new office, you know, come paint it. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we kind of, you know, from a day painting in the sun on Venice Beach, we got, you know, this, you this big job to paint, paint, you know, this this new oh, nice. company's, you know, sort of um, new offices. And it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, that was a really cool kind of experience that kind of like, oh, cool. The more you kind of put yourself out Healthy, there and, yeah. and you, and that, you know, and meet new people. And that's the beauty of your job. Like you can just be, like you said, be at the side of the road anywhere and people yeah. can just cruise by. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Come and do some work for me. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. That's, that's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if you saw when I, when I pulled up in the in the truck. We've yeah, got, I saw you. Yeah, yeah, wrapped yeah. in all, all the yeah. bright, you know, different yeah, designs no. that we have for our kids' wall yeah. decals. And yeah, I swear that's the best investment for an artist. It is. It is. You spend that much time on the road traveling. Like, and they, and as they if you wouldn't it. pay the money and get your vehicle wrapped, wrapped in some cool, yeah, art. cool artwork. Everybody yeah. sees it and they're just like, oh, well, should you do this? And I'm like, yeah, and they just throw business cards out the window. We've got stickers it. in the glove box that we yep. give out to kids. kids and, yeah. No, nice. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, you put yourself out there and you just kind of, you're constantly it, looking. Exactly, hey, there's yeah. always opportunities everywhere. So I know you're pretty young, but if you could retire, <laughs> is there one spot you'd love to retire? Have you, have you found that spot yet? Um, in my head, I have. In your uh, head? Yeah. And, and money was no it's, object, okay? Yeah, oh, if money's no object, then yeah, um, I'd be finding some property, uh, probably about sort of five, ten acres. I want yep. a nice chunk of land. I'd love to be sort of, it's a weird one because i got to tick all these boxes environmentally. Like I wanted to be, you know, sort of have, you know, a nice cliff hill kind of element to it. Uh, I like I said, money's no object. Mid- middle of a rainforest and, you know, yeah, if it backs onto a nice beach, um, that'd be perfect. Like, yeah, it's a... It's a bit task, <laughs> no. yeah. but yeah, that's kind of the ideal is, yeah, you know, we, we did do a little bit of, of searching for some properties um, that we could potentially look at investing into and, and that sort of stuff. And yeah, it doesn't quite fit our budget at the moment, but the moment, yeah, look, but if we had, you know, all the money in the world, then yeah, that'd be the place we'd nice. go. It's just, yeah, something like that. So as we discussed, you know, you, you surfed, uh, you, <clears throat> do you still surf? Yeah, more so now um, than I did as a, as a kid because I think, yeah, access, you know, we, in the east suburbs, you know, we're not yeah. cl- close to the beach. Um, but, yeah, nowadays, yeah, we sort of try and get out as much as we can. What What's your favourite surf spot or wave? Um, favourite spot is Point Leo on the Mornington Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not always the best spot to catch a wave. It's no. quite finicky. <laughs> yes, it uh, is, yeah. But, but when it's on, it's it's I really enjoy it. Um, and then as a... As just a spot to go and kind of you know experience the ocean, it's a it's a great one for me. Um, and it's you know, pretty like pretty much you could say local to a certain extent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, but we do a lot of you know stand up paddleboarding on okay. the surf nowadays. Yep. Okay, um, yeah, because yeah, I'm just just not fit <laughs> anymore. So oh. to paddle out on a foam board, I'm like, oh man, it's killing me. It's killing you. Yeah, um, yeah yep. so we use the paddleboard um, a lot, and I just love those really kind of like just mellow long waves, and you just you're on it, and then you just enjoying the ride you're just chilling nice that's my kind of vibe these days so yeah i'm not chasing you know barrels and overheads nah. and all that gnarly stuff i'm just like nah just give me something cruisy that i can chill into chill, and just, just chill out fun yeah. with yeah. yeah exactly right um you mentioned you, you, know, you listen to podcasts um is there a series or movie that you can recommend or do you watch telly at all um, yeah, watch a little bit of like, yeah, sort of like Netflix and, and YouTube yep. is mostly what we do these days. Yeah, um, as kind most, of, most people do. Yeah, yeah. It, it sort of falls into a bit more 
background kind of noise, I guess, for yeah. us. Because, um, yeah, at, at, at home we try not to watch too much with, with Hendrix around. Of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah, in the, in this year we sort of, yeah, usually it's like YouTube channels that we're sort of watching. Um, How cool is YouTube channels? Oh, it's so <laughs> handy. Like, can, yeah, you just yeah. click on, you know, <laughs> I, I love the old YouTube channels, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're watching um, – a good one is uh, is the Explore Life, um, and it's kind of yeah this dude that just goes on adventures exploring yeah, around nice, Australia. Yeah, He's nice. done that, um, and yeah, we you know get lots of information. We're obviously trying to set up and set up and to, to head travel. Off. So yeah, 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 we're looking for YouTube channels that give us a lot of information yeah. and you know cool spots to visit so we can note them down and mm-hmm. yeah the sort of gear that we need and yeah that sort of stuff. That's right. Nice, nice. Um, what if anything scares you, mate? Um. <laughs> The ocean scares the hell out of me. <laughs> for yeah, for, for somebody, a surfer, yeah, yeah. For somebody spends a lot of time in and on the water. Um, I still have yeah, just this big apprehension every time I go in, um, and I think it's just because you know you got to have that healthy respect for yeah, the ocean. Have, like it's exactly a powerful right. yeah, yeah. beast. Um, it, is, it is, yeah, nah. yeah. Whether it's you know paddling out, you know, for for a surf, or just even in the bay, just you know doing a, a bit of a distance paddle. Um, we do lots of dive in spear fishing as well, and yeah, that always gets me a bit irky like especially about seaweed man i hate, hate seaweed, seaweed. <laughs> <laughs> well funny you say that one of my, my guests last week she's a her passion was swimming she yeah. loves swimming her husband hates the water but but her fear was d- deep water or dark water yeah and seaweed yeah. for someone that loves swimming and lived locally yeah, for so yeah. many years hates seaweed <laughs> and dark water yeah, yeah, like yeah. It's, it's a tough yeah. one it's it is a yeah. tough one yeah I, I understand that i get that yeah like we do yeah spearfish have been good to try and help me over deep water um because yeah you, you're diving down deep to get yeah. the fish um and then yeah it's kind of it's it's sort of helping a bit with seaweed but still i hate paddling over seaweed it's, yeah yeah <laughs> i get it yeah um, and finally, mate, what is the one thing in the world that you'd like to see happen which would make you happy before you leave this planet? The one thing in the world that would make me happy to see happen before I leave. Um, yeah. It's a tough one. I, so, I sort of lean towards seeing everyone in the world kind of find find their find their rhythm and find their sort of happiness. Because I think, yeah, if, if the majority of people were very open to finding what really makes them happy and putting effort into making that their reality, then I think, yeah, the world would be a way better place. Because, yeah. yeah, you kind of lose, you know, all that, those insecurities. You lose all that, those ideas of, you know, having to keep up with the Joneses or whatever that yeah. is. Yeah. People are just happy to be themselves and be happy. So I think, yeah, if more people could sort of figure out how to be happy with themselves. With themselves, Then yeah. I think, yeah, that would change that, that the world keep, dramatically. That keeping up with the Jones things, it does yeah, my it's head been, in it's as well. it's a bit ridiculous. It, yeah, it does yeah. my head in, man. It does, it yeah, does and it's, my it's head a, in, yeah. It's an easy trap to fall into. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, we, we do yeah. that, like, trying to travel around. So we've done, like, you know, four-wheel drive shows and camping shows and you see all these crazy new toys and you're like, oh, wow, that's amazing. And then you kind of come home and you're like, oh, man, we've got nothing. We're not prepared. And then you're like... She's like, no, we've pretty much got everything yeah, we need. Exactly, like, yeah. you know, you yeah, no, yeah. we're good. Just get out there and do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you need something, at experience. the end of the day, if, if you're lacking something, it's out there somewhere. You'll, you'll find it out there somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And if, yeah. and if you can't figure it out or it's not coming to you, then maybe you just don't need it. Like, you know, it's, it's yeah, being, being able to be happy, you know, sort of doing what you love to do and, and, yeah, finding that. And I think, yeah, the more people that sort of accept that and let do less of what they're told to do by other mm-hmm. people and more of what they want to do, um, yeah, I think the world would be a way better place. Way better place, exactly. Okay, I lied. One more, <laughs> one more. Go for it. What advice would you give to any young 
budding artist in any field? Uh, any any artist in any field? Um, uh, it's kind of a, a, a two-pointed sort of piece of advice, I guess. Yeah. A bit of an A and a B. Um, the A is is just just do it. Don't don't try and you know look for ways that you can uh, I guess you know try and add to your skill set. Whether you know don't don't bother doing sort of courses or, or anything like that. Go out and do the damn job. <laughs> like if, yeah. if you if you want to paint walls, go find a wall to paint. Like don't go looking for a course to do. Or if you want to you know be an illustrator or even a fine artist, like don't go looking for you know sort of that. Go out and do it. Do the do the training. Put the yeah. effort in to to teach yourself and learn on the job. Um, and then you know sort of point B. I guess you know. It's very it's specific. If you want to do creativity as a profession, treat it like a profession. profession yeah. You know, it do, doesn't have to be a nine to five sort of thing, but you got to treat it as if it's a, a professional um, sort of endeavor. Like, you know, same way, you know, an electrician and a plumber, they get up, go to work every day, an office manager, a mechanic, they all treat every job they do like a professional Profe- job. Yeah. You got to treat it exactly the same. So, you know, you got to have a routine that you stick to. You got to, you know, value what you're putting out into the world uh, and value your clients. Um, and yeah, you got you got to treat it like that. Like it's yeah, a big one for creatives is like, oh, you're not feeling inspired by it. you don't you don't feel in the mood to create something. It's like, well, that's not really an option if you want to make it your job. Yeah. Like there are days when I'm not necessarily feeling the most inspired, but I've set up a routine over years that kind of as soon as I open my studio door and walk through, it's not an option to not be creative. It's you do it whether you feel like it or not. Yeah, cool. So yeah, I think you know you got to treat it like a profession, and then yeah. Very People will start seeing you as a professional, a professional and then that's yeah, how you, you that's grow it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. But Thanks, yeah, if you, if you don't you know, want to do art as a profession, then you can ignore that whole point. Oh, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, well, then you don't need to worry about that. No. Like if you're happy to do it on weekends or, or, or over, over, you know, sort of the odd night, then yeah, you're not looking to make a career out of it. You're just looking to have some fun. That's, that's totally fun. cool yeah, too. Exactly right. Yeah, cool. Kyle, Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. And may you continue to have success with your art and hopefully – more success travelling around Australia, finding some work around there. There, man, that'd be bloody awesome. I'll, I'll, I'll keep an eye out on, on on your Insta page and and um, see how you're travelling. Now, <coughs> excuse me. Um, if well, let's just repeat once again, if anyone wants to, to commission you or, or purchase any of your artwork, where can they go, mate? Just yeah. repeat it one more time, and we'll put it on the on the bio later on. But yeah, just yeah, one more the time, best please. Best place is is uh, brightsideart.com.au, the website, or Instagram is brightsidekyle. Perfect, beautiful. So, folks, don't forget, uh, make sure you like uh, Radio Carol on Facebook or Insta and keep an eye out for your favourite shows and, and um, when they're broadcasting. Check out our website, radiocarum.org, for more info about uh, other shows on the station and, and, and more importantly, keep an eye out for, for Brightside <laughs> on Insta and on their website. Cheers, mate. Cheers, buddy. Um, uh, once again, this is Triple B Social saying thank you once again, folks, and um, have a great time, and I hope you're having the time of your life. Mm-hmm.